If you feel like you're overwhelmed this week with worship ministry, here are four ways to respond with action. My name is Elizabeth West, and I want to welcome you to the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast, where our mission is to equip and encourage worship leaders and teams and practical components of local church worship. We're so thrilled to have you listening to our podcast, and our prayer is that it will be helpful to you and your teams. If you have any thoughts or questions, feel free to reach out to us at worshipleadertoolbox.com. We'd also be honored if you would subscribe and share it with others. Heading now to today's episode. It's great to be back in the studio again with Clint. We're glad uh, you're here. We've missed the last couple episodes, but you're here today. We're glad you're back, Clint. Tim, I'm so excited to be back in the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast studio here. It's been a while. Studio C. Studio C. We have C. There's three of them now, or is there more? Oh, there's more, but there, this is this the, is C. We have, we have the regular A, and this was really plan C today because of okay. all the stuff going around the building. <laughs> well, it's all good. I'm, I'm so excited to be here. As many of our listeners know, Tim, we used to serve uh, at the same, uh, same church uh, for quite some time and uh, really helped, you know, get these podcasts off the ground and it's been a blast uh but this last year transitioned uh, to a different ministry team a different role in another church and uh so uh my opportunities to be here has been less less frequent we'll just say that right yep. and when we do get together we do a whole bunch of podcasts yeah so anybody wonders <laughs> that's right <laughs> yep so uh I'm, I'm looking forward to this morning and uh and uh and i'm just excited to be here Yep, it's going to be great and so today's podcast is all about four basic things worship leaders can do this week especially if you are overwhelmed. So a lot of times we'll have a lot of little pieces all over the board, checking on availability of people, getting details together, all that stuff. And um, sometimes you feel overwhelmed. One step you can take is to just take some action. Mm. So these may these four things might be a little surprising, but this idea of taking action, I'm always reminded of this when I, um, I'm talking to my wife about the, the next step. She's good at seeing it. Or sometimes we'll have so much on our plate, we'll be you know, getting ready for a major event or something like that. And I'll be talking about things that are and aren't working for the event we're getting ready to plan. And I'll start even talking and planning for next year so that we don't have these same issues. And that's not bad to do, but um, all of a sudden I'll wind up being so focused on next year that I'll be totally clueless about what we need to get done. And she'll listen to me for a while, and then eventually my wife will just say, that's all good, but for now, you need to go buy the snacks and drive to the church and set stuff up. And so um, she's good at getting that going and the next step for the moment. And so that's what we're going to be talking about. That's awesome. Uh, I love that about Suzanne. I mean, we need that in our lives, right? Because I'm the same way. And Tina's <laughs> like that. My wife, she's like that uh, that reality bird over here that's like, you know what? That's all great, but here's what's going on right now. So let's do that. But hey, we're going to jump into this list here. And there are some practical things that we need to do in, um, each week, especially when you feel like you have a storm going on around you. And uh, I'll just throw this first one out here. The first one is pray for the church and team. Yep. And anything we'd like to share, Elizabeth, Clint, any of us. But um, one thing I heard one time that resonated with me was that we don't go to the people on behalf of God until we have gone to God on behalf of the people. Mm. So you don't run off to your team talking about what you feel like the Lord needs you to say until you have spent time on your knees praying and the role of worship leader is really a spiritual position that you step into each week, not only on the stage, but off the stage. And leading people to encounter Jesus isn't just something that you do with 
the right descending song keys with the right songs leading up to a message on Sundays. That's all important and it's all good. And the better we tailor that, the better off we are. But really, the action is in praying for your church and for your pastor, for your team, and praying that God is at work in the hearts of your church. And it's really one of the uh, kind of foundational parts of the worship leader. And I'm always surprised whenever I'm overwhelmed and I come to the church building and think about my whole list. I'll often write out my list and then I'll go sit in the sanctuary for 10 or 15 minutes and just play the piano and kind of half pray sing, thinking about, you know, what we need to do. And that always seems to be like something that uh, helps me like think about that. I also think about the busyness factor. Um, There was that old book called Too Busy Not to Pray. And I read that and I thought, you know, there might be some people in our ministry that just feel overwhelmed too. And so one of the benefits we have, whether you're part-time, full-time or whatever, is to spend time praying for your team. Mm -hmm. So that's like one thing that the worship leader can do this week. That's, that's so good. Um, there's, there's so many times where, um, in ministry where I'm serving at now, where I come across a situation and I don't know what to do. And I could easily just like, Oh, I got all this other stuff to do, but there, this is so important. And even though I don't know what to do about it, I'm just going to go and like find some quiet time, pray and meditate on what the scriptures say. And it's, it's so crazy how whenever you declutter what's going on, you, you, your eyes can really open like and focus in on what God's telling you to do in this situation. So praying for the church, praying for his team is so important. And I remember a few years back, we, uh, at the well conference, we had Marco, uh, from the youth ministry cartel. And he, uh, he talked about prayer and he had some great scientific terms that I don't even remember what they were, but he uh, mentioned how prayer and meditation, uh, strengthened a certain portion of your brain that like, help rewire how you connect spiritually. And it was like a spiritual muscle. And this is like scientific fact that God created in us uh, from day one. And it's just amazing um, how something like this really, you, we can see yeah. there's tangible it results. Re- it's crazy. It. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember the word either, but it was a great session. That was a it great was like singular mulligan or whatever, but yes. it was a whole <laughs> bunch of brain stuff. And, and we, it is interesting. It's not just Christian psychology or weirdness. It's yeah. like God created us with this innate need and yeah. then that shapes us. Yeah. So, yeah. So this is just rewiring your brain for worship, for leading. And, you know, as, as worship leaders, you know, if we're, like you said, if we're leading people in the presence of God, if we're not even there, how can we lead someone there? You know? Yep. If, and by God's grace, there's sometimes we don't feel like we're there at all. And yeah. then all of a sudden he uses yeah, it. Yeah. It, it's still God's presence comes in yeah. big ways. So That's there's awesome. a lot to that. The next one he have, we have here actually kind of goes in with, with prayer. Because if we're, we're praying, we should also be meditating on Scripture. And the second point here is read Scripture. Yeah, and that's important because that's just what helps keep us grounded, mm-hmm. as prayer does too. But um, it also is functional in the sense that reading a passage for the message, uh, it really does help you kind of pick songs and think about it. Yeah. And kind of... Uh, helps inspire songwriting, all those things. And maybe if you're feeling overwhelmed, a practical thing wouldn't be to read this week's scripture because more than likely songs are already picked out. Maybe not. It's hard to say, depending on when you're listening to this. But maybe what would be helpful is to read next week's scripture. And if your pastor is giving you that information, if you have that, then that's a great step to um, you know, get ahead and be thinking about the scripture, but it's more than just reading a scripture for a preparation, even though that's really important and we never want to downplay it. I know that what people mean when they say now all they do is read scripture for preparation, but 
we want to also just know that scripture is helping us, you know, form our faith and discipleship mm-hmm. to be clear and concise and ready for tough decisions and ready for biblically sound kind of conversations and compassion from the stage and mm-hmm. all those things that Jesus was uh, teaching us through his word. And so it's really a tool that um, God uses to speak to us. And we've done other podcasts about why it's so important for ministry leaders to have devotions mm-hmm. each day, because that little bit each day, it's, it's different than just picking up the Bible and reading it, you know, cramming it all in yeah. three days and you're done for the year. It's not like that. It's more <laughs> like the living and active document that, you know, one verse one day can just stick with you for a month. Yeah. I mean, it's just unreal how that, how that happens. So I guess one of the questions is for both of these, before we get to three and four is, um, when are the practical times that that actually does happen? So we're talking about, you know, kind of feeling overwhelmed as a worship leader. You know, it might seem counterintuitive because you've got this huge to-do list, Mm -hmm. but even just stopping in your office or in the sanctuary or anywhere for even 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. just look up the verse of the day and spend a few minutes just saying, Lord, lead me today. And that can really shape it. But when are the other times that it works to do this more systematically? And uh, maybe you have an answer. Yeah. Unless Elizabeth wants to jump in, I'll just jump in. Um, okay. Um, um, I can always talk, so don't worry about that. <laughs> so, um, no, so uh, this might be like a little preview to a future uh, Faithful Friday, a little advertisement for a different podcast. But um, so um, I, I get on every single morning. This is very systematic and legalistic. And um, I, you know, I wake up early and I, I lead a group in reading the Bible every single day. And um, so my thing is uh, is getting up and, and having that time. You know, I, I make sure that I'm up before my, my wife and my kids and there's nothing else going on. And even my dog's asleep. Like, she won't even wake up when I come downstairs. So um, I, I do this, and it's a quiet time, and I, I read through the Scripture and a devotion, and it's great. That's that's my – is that that's, – yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. what I do, yeah. And, um, and you said maybe this is legalistic, but I, I don't – I mean – I think habits and stuff can become legalistic, but yeah. otherwise habits and discipline, that's like something to be celebrated. Yeah. And um, so I don't think you have to like... People need more part. discipline in life. <laughs> what did you say? So people need more discipline in yeah. life. So that's a good habit. And one of the things that that does is it holds you accountable because other people are counting on you to yeah. publish and you know do that. Yeah. So that's pretty neat. Yeah. So that's one and two, pray and read scripture. Yeah. Moving on to the other ones. The third one is to think about details. And I know that's like a huge, you know, those are the things that are actually feeling, making us feel like we're overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. But sometimes um, it just helps us to take action on the details for today. And I know that many people who are musically or technically creative might miss some of the details for weekly worship gatherings. And so what's worse, they sometimes find this personality trait like celebrated, like, <laughs> oh, that's just me. I'm, I'm a big picture person. I can't do details. And at some point, every worship leader is responsible for getting the details going. Yeah. And so we don't want to buy into this idea that no, we're just we we just do the big stuff and let all the little pieces fall wherever. And so sometimes that means delegating and you know, for sure focusing on your gifts, all that stuff. But there there is a call to serve the church and as a worship leader, that's going to mean doing things that are detailed oriented. Mm-hmm. Like cleaning up trash or picking stuff off the stage or plugging in cables now and then or doing the worship order and telling people in advance and all the stuff that we talk about all the time on this podcast. But there's, there's a lot to that. And I've just found that when I'm overwhelmed, just sitting there and typing a list or thinking about who I need to connect with or 
um, sometimes in the urgent is when I do the best, you know, like desperation plea for people to help me be a part of things, which morphs into a future relationship of them being a part of it on a regular basis because they enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And up to that point, I held on to it too tightly. And so that's just a huge thing. Yeah, details are, are major. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever you're talking about that, I th- um, especially when you're talking about like uh, stage and, um, you know, storage area and all that kind of stuff, one of the biggest things that I've seen uh, here is um, is ownership. You know, if you can get your team to take ownership, you know, uh, like, like Josh and Dan and Nick and the guys, like they like took ownership of all the project with like sound and video. And you just basically like, all right, guys, run with it. And they, it seemed like from my impression that like they just took it, they just went with it and they did it and it was kind of done. It was really great. And so like, you know, if you, if you share the vision, the passion for it and people start taking ownership, they'll, it's theirs, you know, and they'll do it. And then, you know, so that's a lot of details. And then as far as like, you know, the everyday grind kind of details of like planning, I mean, like, you know, things like planning center, you can plan out for a year if you want, you know, as, as long as you have the information and start plugging and playing and, you know, you kind of help that helps get rid of some stress of other things like you can play. Cause you're like, Oh, I have the next, you know, three weeks ahead or however, you know, if you plan ahead yeah, off that, the table, <coughs> that does help you think more clearly when you have a, yeah, you get some of your stuff out of the way, then you can think about vision better or yeah. think about, you know, overarching stuff better. For sure. So that's good. So we've had three and we'll do the last one here and that's communicate with the team. Mm. And this is another one where, if you feel overwhelmed, one thing you can do, and I just did this this morning, one thing you can do is basically um, connect with somebody from your group. Mm-hmm. Either send them a thank you note, which always inspires gratitude and kind of makes you feel like you got some things under control, or send somebody a text or uh, get some kind of system in place, whatever it is, to communicate with your team. Tell them something is you know, unique or un- unusual about this week or remind them of something and... Uh, and then also the idea of connecting on a friendship level too, you know, asking about how their trip went or mm-hmm. how their family's doing after a situation or, or whatever like that. And um, each of those things will just kind of help you, you know, get the ball rolling today of, of things you need to do. And then one thing I've also found, and maybe you have some thoughts about this communication, but one thing I've also found is that if I'm feeling overwhelmed, then what I try to do is, you know, either do all I can or systematically just tell myself, this is my finish line for the day. I'm going home at three o'clock. I'm going to trust that God's going to take care of everything else. And I'm going to sit at home and eat supper and just, you know, talk to my family. And that's a whole nother level of communication that kind of like helps you reground what you're doing and that the whole earth does not revolve around you and what you get done today. Mm -hmm. And so all that stuff is, is huge. No, it's good. When it comes to communication, you know, I, like you said that you feel see, overwhelmed. What did you say? I just said, if I'm feeling overwhelmed, overwhelmed sometimes, yeah. yeah, it'll okay. help me just by talking. Yeah. To I just wanted to make sure I had the right word. Cause when I'm feeling overwhelmed, it's because, um, typically when it, it's because I'm procrastinating something that I need to do and the overwhelmness builds which causes me to procrastinate more. And since I've learned this about myself, it's just like when I start feeling that, I like, all right, what do I need to do? What is it that I'm not doing? And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, oh, I need to do this. And I do it and I'm like, oh, I feel better now, you know? <laughs> so uh, so I kind of do that. I, I don't set a, a finish line. I'm just like, I take care of that thing then. But um, I just- Well, that what, is the finish line then. That you is get the that finish done. line. Yeah. Wow. Um, 
But as far as communication, I think that um, two things is one, I have set days that I communicate one with. uh, So serving a student ministry, I communicate with like my parents on Mondays every single week. And then on uh, on Thursdays, I communicate with my leadership team. You know, so I have those two things set for communication. It's expected, and they know it's coming in, and it's great. Uh, but then the other little jewel that you said that we can lose is uh, forming relationships with them and, like, spending time with them and just growing in community with them uh, and doing what Jesus did, right? Like, he did obviously send them off and train them up and, and everything, but he also just, like, hung out with them. He went fishing yep. with them. He might have fell asleep on a boat, but he went fishing with them. He did things with them, and, and that's super important because when we do that, then, you know, this is ministry, as, we, as you guys all know, it's relational, you know. So if we're not doing that, then we're kind of missing some pieces. So that's yep. good. That's cool. All right, well, thanks so much for being here, uh, guys, uh, for tuning in and listening. We're praying for you. We're praying for your team. We're praying for your churches. Um, and we'd love for you to visit worshipleadertoolbox.com. Take a look at the blog posts that are on there, the different podcasts, the resources um, that we have on there. And we'd be honored if you'd go out there and share uh, the information that we have out there with your church, your team, your network, anybody that you know. Uh, there's tons of, of resources out there. Take a look um, and see what's out there and share it with those who you are in community with. But until next time. Thanks, Clint. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of the Worship Leader Toolbox podcast. We're praying for you and for all our listeners as we keep making an impact in the lives of worship leaders and worship teams around the globe. Before you go, we'd also like to let you know that we have two other podcasts through our ministry. One focused on ministry leadership is called Go Harvest, and the second one is a weekly five-minute devotion called Faithful Friday. You can find out more at harvestministryteams.com slash podcast or go to the link in the show notes.